third John chapter one. The only one chapter. Verse two. been ministering on Wednesday's night for the last couple weeks, more than a couple weeks, more, more than a couple weeks, <laughs> more, more, more than a couple weeks, that prosperity is real. Yes, it is. Amen. Yes, it is. And we're going to keep preaching to it until it becomes real to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Because I'm not foolish enough to believe that everybody's got it. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So 3 John chapter 1, verse 2 reads, Beloved, I wish above how many things? All things that thou mayest what? Prosper and be in what? Help. Come on, once again, do you believe this is the Lord talking to you? Amen. Amen. Should you take it personally? Amen. Should you take it directly? Amen. Come on, say, I take it personally, and I take it directly. Come on. Did he tell us that he wishes or desires above all things that we would prosper? Come on. Did he tell us that he wishes or desires above all things that we would be in health or be healthy? Come on. Does God want you healthy? Come on. Say it again. It is his will for me to prosper. It is his will for me to be in health. Now, the word prosper in this scripture right here literally means to succeed. Let me say it again. The word prosper in this verse literally means to succeed. It means to succeed in reaching. It means to be successful. Let me say it again. Prosper in this verse literally means to succeed. It means to succeed in reaching. It means to be successful. Is it God's will for us to succeed? Come on. What's the opposite of success? Failure. Failure. Is it God's will for us to fail? No. Tell your neighbor, no. no. But guess what? There are millions of Christians that believe God brings them to failure to teach them a lesson, to teach them some things. See, if that's true, then God just contradicted himself. Come on in this verse. Why? Because it says here, it's God's will that we have what? Good health and be what? Prosperous. God's will for us to be, or God's will for us is to be successful in every area of our lives. Somebody say every area. His will is prosperity and his will is health. Somebody say prosperity and health. And it's sad that people are robbed in believing the way we believe. Come on, say amen, somebody. When they could be successful. When they could be prosperous. But thank God we know. But thank God I know. I know that God wishes and desires above all things that I prosper. Since y'all don't want to take it, I know that God wishes above all things that I prosper and be in what? Help. Then he tells us how it's going to happen. We're going to prosper and we're going to be in help even as thy what? So prosper. So it's progressive. Somebody say it's progressive. What's going to prosper our soul? The word of God. Thank God for his word. Tell your neighbor, thank God for his word. Because why? We know his word is life to those that find it and help to all our flesh. 
So as the word progresses in your life, so does your health and your prosperity. Let me say it again. As the word progresses in your life, so does your health and your what? Prosperity. And see, we will get to the place where we're quit thinking poor. We're quit talking poor. We're quit acting poor. Because we know prosperity doesn't start in your bank account. Come on, it doesn't start in your wallet or your pocketbook. It starts where? Where? In your soul. We know when you prosper in your soul, you begin to see yourself blessed. Come on, you begin to see yourself what? Prosperous. You start thinking blessed. You start planning to do things that blessed people do. Come on, say amen, somebody. You start expecting increase. You expect to be rich. You expect your children to be richer than you. Come on, and their, and their kids to be richer than them. Come on, say amen, somebody. Now, one scholar described the word prosperous means to experience and enjoy favorable circumstances. To get along well to succeed. Let me say it again. He says to experience and enjoy favorable circumstances to get along well to succeed. One scholar translates 3 John 1, 2 says, he says, I pray that everything may go well with you. May go what? Well with you. Another ancient translation says it means to always eat well and always live under the shade and to always live with laughter and song. Let me say it again. To always eat well, to always live under the shade, and to always live with laughter and a song. Listen, if you're out in the desert, but you always live in the shade, that would be prosperity to you. Come on, say amen, somebody. And maybe that's where we get our saying, our phrases, I got a mate under the... I got a mate under the shade. Anybody got a mate under the shade? Okay, two people. Anybody got a mate? Wait a minute. Do I got to do Father Abraham today or something? Pardon me? Y'all never heard that saying? Y'all yeah. ain't never heard that? Where y'all been, St. Thomas? <laughs> y'all ain't never heard I made, had a made in the shade. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Y'all watch TV, don't you? There is TV beyond St. Thomas, right? I know I heard it on TV before. Hello, you do watch TV. I bet you there's some other phrases you know on TV. <laughs> say, I got a maid in the shade. Go on, Mama Chola. Say, I got made in the shade. <laughs> Glory to God. I always eat good. I always got laughter in the song. I'm always cooling in the shade. Come on, say amen, somebody. Why? Because that's what the Lord says he desires for us. Come on. Above all things. Another translation says it means to travel along a good road. To be successful in acquiring profit or gain in business or work. Let me say it again. It means to travel along a good road. To be successful in acquiring profit or gain in business or work. Are you with me out there? Go to Galatians 3.6.
Say, God wants me successful and acquiring profit and gain and business and in work. Galatians 3, 6. Once again, let's remind ourselves again about the covenant of prosperity. What it is, what it includes, what does it not, whose it is. Come on, do we have a covenant with God? Amen. Do you have a covenant with God? But before we read Galatians 3, 6, go to Deuteronomy 8, 18. Before we read Galatians 3, 6, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18 again. We read this before. Let's read it again. Deuteronomy 8, 18. What's it read? Are you there yet? It says, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God... For it is he that what? Give it the power to do what? To get what? Well, why? That he may establish his, his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. Now the English translation reads it this way. Remember that it is your Lord, your God, who gives you the power to become rich. And it says he does this because he's still faithful today with, with covenant he made with your, with your ancestors. Amen. Let me say it again. He said, remember that is the Lord your God who gives you the power to become rich. He does this because he is still faithful today with the covenant he made with your ancestors. Amen. Well, how about today? When God blesses us, is he still keeping covenant? Yes, he is. Hallelujah. See, it's not because we've always done everything perfect. No. Come on, say amen, somebody. Amen. It's not because we've earned or deserved it through our righteous deeds or perfect living. Amen. We know that ain't right. Amen. Come on, say amen, somebody. Amen. It's because he's still faithful yes. to keep his covenant. And is prosperity included in this covenant? Let me ask you again. Is prosperity included in this covenant? It is all, it, listen, it always been and it always will be. It was before the law, during the law, and it is now. Somebody say it's now. Well, let me read it again. Remember that it is the Lord your God who gives you the power to become rich. Somebody say, I got the power. Come on, say it like you mean. You remember that song? Some of y'all, anyway. I don't know about Jaleel. <laughs> I got the power. Come on. <laughs> Come on, say, I got the power. Marisol don't remember that one either. Oh, Lord, Marisol, where you been? <laughs> Glory to God. You, I'm trying to put, 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 she's trying to put herself in the category of you, Jaleel. <laughs> Come on, say, I got the power. You got the power for what? To become rich. Do you know that's another way of saying I'm blessed? Come on. And what is the blessing? The blessing is the empowerment to succeed. It's the empowerment to prosper. And we found out prosperity is success. Prosperity is what? It's success. Well, what's the blessing? The power to do it. Amen. Somebody say the power to do it. 
See, the blessing is the anointing, the empowerment to succeed. Let me say it again. The blessing is the anointing, the empowerment to what? Succeed. He does this because why? He's still faithful today with his covenant that he made with our ancestors. Come on, say God is faithful. So go back to Galatians 3, 6. Come on, we're in covenant with God. We're in covenant with God, and God, God is a covenant-keeping God. Galatians 3, 6. And it reads, even as Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for what? Righteousness. Know you therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of who? Abraham. Who are they? Come on, me, right? Us? Come on, say amen, somebody. We are those that are what? Are of faith. Verse 8. And the scripture foreseen that God would justify the heathen through what? Faith. Preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, in thee shall all the nations be blessed, or in thee shall all the nations be empowered to prosper. Yes. So then they which are of faith are blessed or empowered to succeed with faith for Abraham. Let me say that again. So then they which be of faith are empowered to succeed with faith for Abraham. Are you with faith for Abraham? Come on, are you with those that are of faith? Then he says here, so then they which be of faith are blessed or empowered to succeed with faithful Abraham. That's me. That's you. Come on, say out loud, I got the power. Say it again, I got the power. For what? Come on, for what? To be wealthy. To be rich. To succeed. To prosper. So we can say we are just as empowered to prosper as Abraham. Was Abraham prosperous? Was Abraham rich? Was Abraham wealthy? Come on. I've been empowered to do the same thing. I've been empowered to do the same thing. Come on, say amen, somebody, and have the same thing. Look at verse 13. Christ has what? Christ has what? Redeemed us from the what? Curse of the law. Christ has redeemed us from the what? Curse of the law. Now, some may ask, what does this have to do with prosperity? See, it goes hand in hand. Tell your neighbor, it goes hand in hand. Because why? If you're cursed... You're not blessed. Amen. And if you're blessed, you're not cursed. Amen. Come on, say amen, somebody. Amen. Which one are we? Amen. Which one are we? Amen. We're blessed. Amen. We're the redeemed. Of, we're redeemed from what? We're redeemed from the curse of the law. We are blessed. We are blessed. And the Lord taught his people that poverty was a curse. He taught his people that lack was a curse. He needed to teach the body of Christ today that poverty is a curse and lack is a curse because too many people are living in poverty and too many people are satisfied with lack. 
Come on, say amen, somebody. He told Abraham, I'm going to what? I'm going to bless you. Then the next chapter, he said, the next chapter says he made him very rich. But yet, when people are experiencing symptoms of the curse, they have the nerve to say, I hope y'all heard this one. Oh, now, God. I'm going to have to put on some another TV show or something. They'll say, it's a blessing in disguise. You have heard that one, right? <laughs> you ever heard that before? It's a blessing in disguise. Oh, a hurricane came and wiped out everything we had. But it's a blessing in disguise. They're going to repossess my car. But it's a blessing in disguise. They kicked me out of my house. But it's a blessing in disguise. God doesn't disguise his blessings. Let me say it again. God doesn't despise, disguise his what? Blessing. He just comes out and what? Blesses you. So there's no such thing as a blessing and disguise that your grandma taught you. Come on, say amen, somebody. Some, some of y'all probably said it today. Verse 13, again. <laughs> Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that what? Hang up on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through what? Faith. Then down in verse 29 he says, And if you be Christ, then are you what? Abraham's seed or heir or inheritors according to the what? Promise. According to the what? Promise. Say, I'm Abraham's seed. Come on, say, I'm Abraham's seed. And the blessings of Abraham belong to me. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. Let's pick up where we left off. Amen. Here we begin seeing the blessings of keeping God's word. And keeping God's law. Come on, say amen, somebody. Amen. Well, we know in the New Testament, it's not a matter of keeping the Ten Commandments. Amen. Say it again, it's not a matter of keeping the Ten Commandments. It's not a matter of keeping all the statutes. It's not a matter of keeping all the ordinances. Come on, say amen, somebody. It's all summed up in walking in what? Love. Faith love. and love. <laughs> Y'all asked a little bit too quick there. <laughs> Faith and what? Walking in faith and walking in love. So he says here in verse 1, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his what? Commandments, which, he, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee what? High above all the nations of the earth. Somebody say high above. High above. And all these empowerments to succeed. I didn't, you, didn't have to, you didn't have to repeat that. <laughs> and all of these empowerments to succeed shall do what? Come on thee. Remember the word blessing means empowerment to succeed. So, so what we're doing, we're plugging it in there. So all these empowerments to succeed shall what? Come on thee and do what? Overtake thee if, shall, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. 
blessed and power to succeed. Shall I be where? In the city and St. Thomas. And blessed and power to succeed. Shall I be in the field? Blessed and power to succeed shall be the fruit of thy body. I'm talking about my children in power. My children anointed. My children destined to succeed. And see, for anything else to happen, it's not the will of God. You hear what I just said? For anything else to happen, it's not the will of God. Then he says, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy what? Sheep. That's all your investments. That's all your work and businesses. Come on, say amen, somebody. Notice I said businesses. Okay, one person take it. Let me keep, let me go. I ain't going to sit, I ain't going to backtrack. <laughs> Y'all ain't get it. Y'all just don't get it. Come on, say amen, somebody. <laughs> Verse 5. Blessed and power to succeed shall, shall, shall be thy what? Basket in thy store. That means in power to succeed in my checking account and my savings account. This would also include my investments. Number six, blessed and power to succeed shall thou be when thou cometh in and blessed and power to succeed shall thou be when thou what? Go up out. Either you're coming or going, right? So when you're coming in, you're empowered to succeed. And when you're going out, you're empowered to succeed. So when you walk out that door in the morning, you should be saying, I'm empowered to succeed. When you walk back in your door and in the evening, you say, I'm empowered to succeed. When I walk in my job, I'm empowered to succeed. When I walk out that job, I'm empowered to succeed. The Lord shall cause thy enemies to rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. In other words, don't mess with God's bless. Verse 8. And the Lord shall command. Something happens when God commands. He said light being light was. Come on. He said, he shall command the blessing. He shall command the empowerment to succeed upon you in your storehouses, upon you in your multiple places of investments, multiple savings, and multiple storages. And he shall empower you to succeed in all that thou set up Thy hands unto. A couple of y'all got it. <laughs> and he shall what? Empower you to succeed in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Somebody getting some land. Somebody's getting some land. Somebody's got some land. He's going to empower you to succeed on that land. Come on, say, I'll take that. He said he commands. He what? He commands. Come on, do you know when the word of God works in your life and makes changes? See, the word of God works in your life and makes changes 
when you get excited about it. See, you getting excited about it reveals that you believe it. Is anybody excited about what they're hearing today? Verse 11. And the Lord shall make thee what? Plenteous in good. Goods, goods, goods. Talking about stuff. That means God wants you to have what? Stuff. And the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the fruit of thy ground, and the land which the Lord swear unto their fathers to give thee. And the Lord shall open unto thee his what? Good treasure. Sam and say, I'll take that. Because God got some good treasure. And he says he's going to open it up to you. He's going to open it up to you. He's going to say, what you need, what you need, what you need, what you need. Come on, what you need, what you need, what you need, what you need. I got it. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain into thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thy hands again. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not... Wow. Come on, God, God talks. He has something about these hands. There's something about these hands. Come on. I mean, I heard it twice. There's something about these hands. He's going to empower me to succeed. And all the work of my, and all the work of my, Everything that I touch is going to empower, be empowered to succeed. And I shall lend them to many nations, and I shall not borrow. And the Lord shall make me the head and not the tail. And I shall be above only. I shall be above only, and I shall not be beneath. Come on, this is the word of God that cannot change. The word that he watches over to perform it, folks. Come on, say amen, somebody. Come on. Is it a blessing to be rich? Are all the things we just read about, are they the blessing or the curse? Come on, case closed. But now, let's look at verse 15. Because it reads, but it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these what? That all these what? Curses shall what? Come upon thee and do what? Overtake thee. Now, people don't like to read this. Because they're looking at it the wrong way. See, you may not like to read it, but you should get excited about it when you read this. Why? Because if it's in here, I don't have to have it. I'm going to say it again. If it's in here, I don't have to have it. And what this is doing is the description of the curse of the law, a description of the what? curse of the law, but I read in Galatians 3.13 Christ has re 
redeem me from the curse of the law. So it's good news to us. It's good news to us because anything we find in here, we're not supposed to have it. Look at verse 16. Cursed shalt thou be in the city. Cursed shalt thou be in the field. Cursed shall, thou be, shall, shall be thy basket and thy store. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land and the crease of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Cursed shalt thou be when thou cometh in and cursed shalt thou be when thou goeth out. Come on, somebody better say that's not for me. Come on, say, I've been redeemed from that. Say it like you mean it. I've been redeemed from that. Skip down to verse 29. See, there are a lot of good things in here that are bad when you know you're redeemed from them. And now we know between these verses, he talks a lot about sickness in the previous verses. We're not talking about that right now, but how many people know we've been redeemed from sickness? Sickness is part of the curse. And when you look up these verses in other translations, you'll find a lot of our modern diseases today are listed here under the curse. But everything in there, that's good news to us. Why? Because I've been redeemed from it. Come on, say, I've been redeemed from it. What does that mean? I've been bought back from the power of it. Come on, I've been bought from under the bondage of it. But the curse also includes all kind of financial and material problems. Let me say it again. The curse also includes all kinds of financial and material problems. Look at verse 29. Amen. It's the, it's, this right here is the curse for the disobedient. But you're not disobedient. But you're not disobedient. I might have to have an altar call. It was, everybody just shouted a few seconds ago. And then when I asked, you're not the disobedient, said, you're not disobedient. I got, I got a couple. <laughs> People start thinking, what I do today? Oh, come on. <laughs> Verse 29. And thou shalt what? Grope at noonday. As the blind gropeth in darkness, and thou shalt not prosper in thy ways, and thou shalt only be oppressed and spoiled evermore, and no man shall save thee. Come on, you better say, I don't have that. Say so it like you mean it, I don't have that. <laughs> Another translation reads, <laughs> you will not make a success of your life. You'll never be anything but exploited and plundered, and no one will come to your aid. Come on, that's a curse. And that doesn't happen to me. That doesn't happen to me. That will never happen to me. Because I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Come on, you better be glad you've been redeemed. 
Now, according to this, failure is part of the curse of the law. But once again, according to Galatians 3.13, I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Therefore, I never have to fail. I never have to fail. But what's the opposite of this? I will always succeed. I will always succeed. I will always have somebody to help me. I will not be exploited. I will not be plundered. Come on. Do you see how excited you can be because why? You've been redeemed from it? Come on. It says in verse 30, well, this is really tough. Thou shalt betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. That's the Bible. <laughs> That's what it says, right? Thou shalt be in a house, and thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard, and shall not gather the grapes thereof. Come on, are you excited about that? You should be. Because why? Because that'll never happen to me. <laughs> Come on. Nobody else is going to wind up with my wife. Nobody else is going to wind up with my house. Nobody ever is going to waltz into my stuff I worked hard for that the Lord has given me. It ain't going to happen. Tell your neighbor it ain't going to happen. Why? I've been redeemed. Christ has what? Redeemed me from the what? Curse of the law. Why did he do it? He did it so that the blessing of Abraham would come on us. The blessing is mine. Come on, the blessing is mine. The curse is not. <laughs> being plundered, being exploited, being taken advantage of, it's a curse. And it's not a blessing in disguise. Say amen, somebody. Let's keep reading. Amen. Let's keep reading what we've been redeemed from. Look at verse 31. Thine ox shall be slain before thine eyes, and thou shalt not eat thereof. See, an ox will be a very valuable possession. Then it says, Thine ass shall violently be taken, shall be violently taken away from before thy face, and shall not be restored to thee. Come on, that's like your Mercedes. Or it's like you getting carjacked. Come on, somebody jacked your donkey. <laughs> Come on, say amen, somebody. Come on, somebody say, not my donkey. <laughs> Why? That's part of the what? Curse. You and I have been redeemed from stuff like this ever happening to us. And see, when you read, when you read stuff like this as a believer... You ought to get happy and say, I'll, that'll never happen to me. 
Come on, say that'll never happen to me. Why? Because I've been redeemed. Christ has redeemed me from all of this. Come on. He paid a terrible price. So I don't have to ever have this happen to me. So nobody can jack my donkey and steal my stuff. Come on, say amen, somebody. Amen. So he says that sheep shall be given unto the enemies and thou shall have none to rescue them. Verse 32. Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people. And thy eyes shall look and fail for longing for them all the day long. And there shall be no might in thy hand. In other words, you will be helpless. He said your kids will be taken away and given to other people. And your heart will ache. And you will have no power to do anything about it. That's part of the curse. That's part of the curse. I've been redeemed from that. Our kids will not be led astray. Come on. They will not be sucked in and taken away by other people. And we will have the power and ability to do something about things. Come on. Say amen, somebody. Why? Because we're in power to prosper. We're in power to what? succeed why did God do all this he did all this because why he made a covenant with Abraham and committed unto him in all of his seed and I'm of his seed why because God even up to today is a covenant keeping God Still honoring the covenant he made with Abram in our lives today. Come on, say amen, somebody. Well, go to Deuteronomy, keep a marker there, but go to Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 9. Let's make this a little stronger. Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 9. Next chapter over. Look what it says here. Verse 9. Keep therefore the what? Words of this covenant. Words of this what? Covenant. And do them that you may what? If anybody says that prosperity is not in the scriptures, something's wrong with them. He says, keep therefore the words of this covenant and do them that you may what? Prosper in how much? In all that you do. He said, you stand this day, all of you, before the Lord your God, your captains of your tribes, your elders, your officers of all the men of Israel, your little ones, your wives, and thy stranger that is in thy camp, from the hero of the wood unto the drawer of thy water, that thou should have what? Enter into what? Enter into what? Covenant with the Lord thy God and into his what? Oh, which the Lord thy God maketh thee this day, that he may what? Establish thee a peep thee today for a people unto himself, and that he may be unto thee a God, as he has said unto thee, and as he has what? Sworn. As he has what? Sworn unto thy fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and to Jacob. 
Now get this now. Tell your neighbor, get this. Neither with you only do I make this covenant and this oath. But with him that what? Standeth here with us this day before the Lord our God. And then this is the key. And also with him that is not here with us this day. That's you. Come on, that's me. See, it hadn't been written yet, but the Lord knew there was going to be a Galatians 3, 9. So then they which be of faith are blessed with what? Faith or Abraham. And if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. He knew it. He knew it and he had it written. He said, I'm making this covenant with you today, but there's a lot of people that are not here today, and it's for them too. Come on, say it's for me too. Come on, we have a covenant. Come on, we have a covenant. Come on. What is he gave us the power to do what? Get wealth that he might, that he may what? Establish his covenant, which he swear. Unto our what? Fathers as it is this day. Now go back to Deuteronomy 28.33. Let's see what else we've been redeemed from. And what we never have to happen to us. Never. Tell your neighbor, never. Deuteronomy 28.33. He said, In the fruit of thy land and all thy labors... Shall a nation which thou knoweth not eat up, and thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed always, so that thou shalt be mad for the sight of thy eyes, which thou shalt see. Another translation says, The produce that you worked for, another nation will eat it up. One says, You'll be oppressed and crushed only, you'll be abused and downtrodden continually, you'll be wronged and oppressed continually, your lot will be nothing but brutal oppression. Listen, you're the blessed of God. You're the blessed of God. Listen, you are not a victim. Let me say it again. You are not a victim. See, too many people believe they're a victim. And not redeemed. Amen. Talking about why is everybody picking on me? Why are they always getting on my case? Why are they always this? Why are they always this? I'm a victim. <laughs> it's hard for people to victimize you when you don't accept the role. Let me say it again. It's hard for people to victimize you. When you don't accept the role. Amen. Come on. They try to mess with you. And you say wait a minute. Hey. I'm blessed. You really don't want to. You really want to do this. You really don't really. You really don't want to mess with me. Why? Because if you curse me. You will be cursed. Come on. Say amen somebody. And nothing can defeat me. No challenge because why? I won't quit. 
I won't quit. Why? Because you always triumph. And then you'll say it ain't over till I win. Come on, say it ain't over till I win. So listen, so you're never laying down crying and feeling sorry for yourself. Let me say it again. You're never laying down crying and feeling sorry for yourself because why? You don't believe that you're the victim. Come on, say, I don't believe I'm the victim. You're not the victim. You are the victor. You're the overcomer. You are the more than a conqueror. So if something's going on, you don't say I'm the victim. Instead, you say, I overcome this. Why? Because I'm redeemed from all of this. Look at Deuteronomy 28, 38. Look at verse 38. 28, 38 says, And thou shalt what? Thou shalt carry much seed out into the field and shall gather but little in, for the locust shall consume it. The contemporary English version reads, You will plant a lot of seed, but gather a small harvest, because locusts will eat up your crops. Come on, say, that's a curse. And I'm redeemed from that. That won't happen to me. Why? Because I sow and I reap big time. Come on, I reap 30, 60-fold, 100-fold. Come on, 500-fold, 1,000-fold. I sow and I reap and I reap and I reap and I reap and I reap. I'm a, and I reap and I reap. Listen, I'm a sower and I know I reap. An abundant harvest. Listen, you plant and you reap. Verse 39. And thou shalt plant vineyards and dress them, but shall neither drink of the wine nor the grapes, for the worms shall eat them. That's the curse, folks. Come on, say it loud and I'm proud. Thou shalt have olive trees throughout all thy coasts, but thou shalt not anoint thyself with oil. For thine olives shall cast his fruit. Come on, they'll drop off the tree, he's saying. Verse 41, thou shalt begat sons and daughters, but thou shalt not enjoy them. For they shall go into captivity. Everybody say, not me. Come on, say, not me. Come on, say, I'll enjoy my children. And my grandchildren. And my great-grandchildren. You got any great greats? Put them in there too. <laughs> they won't go in captivity. Come on, they won't go in captivity. Why? Because that's the curse. And I've been what? Redeemed from the curse. Verse 42. On all thy trees and the fruit of thy land shall the locusts consume. The stranger that is within thee shall get up above the high. Get, get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. Somebody say, not me. It said, he shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. Now the contemporary English version reads, you'll be so short of money that you'll have to borrow from those foreigners. 
I wish believers would get this and stop borrowing. Because you're saying I'm under the curse when you've been redeemed. The curse says I'll be short of money and I'll have to borrow from the foreigners. Then it goes on to say there will be leaders in the community and you will only be followers. You will only be followers. Somebody say, not me. Not me. Not in this lifetime. Glory to God. Amen. And understand, once again, like I stated last week, there's something big working in people's lives here in this room. God is working in this church so that you will get to the place where you don't have to borrow and you will be able to lend. You won't be paying interest. You'll be getting interest from all your investments and your different businesses. Say amen, somebody. And you won't have to follow because you'll be leading. You won't be owing. You'll be owning. Say amen, somebody. And see, you may be at the very tail end of that thing right now. But God is going to bring you up. And he's going to make an example of you. Somebody say, I'll take that. And even though you may be at the bottom, but guess what? God looks, amen. God, when you're at the bottom, God looks good in cases like that. Where he can take you and people know where you were. They see where he brought you to. And they knew where you were at and what you were able to do. But now they see what you did in the kingdom of God. And they'll say, glory to God. Look at what God has done in their life. I'm talking about people right here in this room. Right here in this room, God's doing some things. He's making you the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. He's blessing all the work of your hands. He's commanding the blessing. He's commanding you to empower to succeed. Why? That's his word. And he's watching over that word to perform it. God is not a man that he should lie. If God commands it, it's a done deal. So I want you to close your eyes. Just listen. Close your eyes and listen.
Close your eyes and listen. People right here in this room tonight, close your eyes and listen. People right here in this room tonight, not the tail, but the head. Don't have to borrow, can lend. Not paying interest, getting interest. Not owing, owning. Why? Because you're not the curse. You're the blessed. Now give God praise like you believe that stuff. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Keep reading. Verse 45. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee and overtake thee till thou be destroyed, because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded. And they shall be upon thee a sign and, a, and for a wonder and upon thy seed forever. Verse 47, because thou serveth not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. Say, not me. I'm going to say, I've been redeemed. Say, that's the curse. I've been redeemed from the curse. And I serve the Lord my God with joyfulness. I'm glad. And I give him thanks for all the abundance of all things. Glory to God. Now, Berkeley says, serving God with joy and a glad heart for all the rich abundance. This goes hand in hand, folks. If you don't serve God and you don't give him thanks, then you are a candidate to live under the curse. Let me say it again. If you don't serve God and you don't give him thanks, then you are a candidate to live under the curse. People put themselves under the curse when God has already redeemed them. A lot of it's because of disobedience. Come on, say amen, somebody. And they don't want to serve God. Come on. And see, that's why we give testimonies. Amen? Amen. That's why we get up and shout when somebody else is getting something new. Why? We serve the Lord with joyfulness. And we're glad with the abundance of all things. Come on, we don't despise small beginnings. Come on, say amen, somebody. 
How many people in this room have marked off things on your list? Come on. Are you rejoicing for the things you've already marked off? Don't forget about it. Be glad. Why? It's, it, was, it was on your list, but now it's in your life. You hear what I just said? It was on your list, but now it's in your life. Oh, come on. Say amen, somebody. It's done. But just like he did them, he's going to do every one of them. Come on, lift your hands and give God praise. Lift your hands and give God glory. Everyone, everything on your faith fill in the blanks list. You wouldn't know about that. Everything on your faith fill in the blanks list. You're going to receive. Because of the blessing upon your life. Because why? God commanded you to be empowered to succeed. So everything on that list is a testimony that God's going to empower you to succeed. So God's got to give himself a testimony by making sure everything's fulfilled on your list. So you can get up and have a testimony at the end of Utah 2016. Like it was prophesied, you're going to have a testimony. Testimonies. At the end of 2016. Hallelujah. You may have to put it in a scroll. <laughs> Come on, say amen, somebody. Because there ain't enough books to keep them all. Come on, say amen, somebody. So you got to roll them up. Hallelujah. Why? Because I'm blessed. And I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Anything that's in the curse... I don't have to have it. So I'm not supposed to be broke. That's part of the curse. I'm not supposed to lack. That's part of the curse. I'm not supposed to be without. That's part of the curse. I'm not supposed to be struggling. That's part of the curse. I'm not supposed to be begging. That's part of the curse. And I've been what? I've been what? From what? I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Because why? He was made a curse for me. Come on, say amen, somebody. He took it all so that the blessings of Abraham can come and overtake me and run me over. And I receive it. I'm even going to slow up so it can run me down. <laughs> Come on, lift your hands and give God praise. Come on, lift your hands.